My nigga just made bail. My nigga just made bail. My nigga just made bail. I just came up on some great 12s. Great health. Cheers to that. Do the shit for Queens. Got my ears to that. They hit his butt. Welcome back to the Pop of the Man podcast. I'm your host, Jay. With me today, I have my co-host, Core, with me. What's up, Core? How you been? How you been? Chaos is a ladder. We got Jaquez with us today. What's up, Jaquez? What it do, baby? What it do? And we got Cam with us today. What's up, Cam? What's good, y'all? Sons Nation. And you know what we do. We give you our takes on basketball, music, and everything in between. Uh, this is episode 68. Eight of the Pop of Demand podcast, and we normally give it. We normally have a good balance of basketball and music, but since we've done so much music lately, we got a lot of basketball stuff we want to talk about this week, and a little bit of football too. Love to see it. Uh, only announcement we have for you guys is: if you want your voice heard on the podcast, look in the show notes, click on the link for Anchor Voice Messaging, and shoot us questions or comments. And if we fuck with it, we'll put we'll put your audio on the podcast and answer your questions and things of that nature. So make sure you do that. And that, that link is also on Twitter, right? Yeah, it's also on Twitter. But I don't know if everybody who, who listens to this podcast follows on Twitter. So follow us on Twitter if you don't already. At Podcast Demand. Add us. Talk to us. We'll respond to you on Twitter as well. All the announcement is it's almost award season. We're about to start. We're getting ready to do the Pop of Demand Awards for music. And we're getting all the categories and stuff together, so stay tuned for that. But other than that, you know, let's get into the topics. So the first topic of the day, uh, Anthony Davis came out and said that one of his goals for this season is to win uh, Defensive Player of the Year. And he doesn't want to be the only defensive threat on the team. He wants to, he wants to be a better defensive player to push people like LeBron to be a better defensive player. And basically, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He said, defensively, I want to hold myself, teammates, including LeBron, accountable in order for us to take on a challenge of being the, the best we can we can defensively. So, with AD however in this mindset, first let me ask y'all, do y'all think that AD will be Defensive Player of the Year this year? Uh, Low-key, that nigga uh, Gobert. That nigga probably got it in the bag again. Yeah, that nigga, yeah, he got a list of an offensive load than he's ever had, and like he's really gonna be the defensive anchor. Like he probably, mm-hmm. honestly, they probably got it again for like the next year or two. But see, Gobert's won it two times in a row, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm about to say, do you guys, you don't think there'll be a chance of like voters fatigue and people being like, oh, we we know what happens when the regular season ends. Gobert can't guard any damn body. You think that's gonna? Yeah, I don't think that's gonna factor yeah. in and keep him from winning it. <clears throat> I was in yeah, he, he done got exposed two years in a row. Yeah. He still voting for his goof ass or shit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm exposed in the playoffs. He's still gonna be an MVP running next year. Who? Giannis. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. But will he win it? That's the thing about it. Like, Gobert will probably be in the talks, but I think ultimately he'll probably lose out of somebody else. Now, if Anthony, I'll tell you who it ain't gonna be, Miles Turner. No, nah, it's not gonna be Miles Turner. Now, nah, Miles Turner, he have a chance. He was pretty damn good this past season. Nah, he's always been really good at defense. Yeah, nah, he had like three blocks. I'm talking about the Olympics. That was embarrassing. Oh, nah. yeah. yeah, and he got cooked. No, you know the thing is crazy. Louis Scola cooked Gobert. I think I think Louis Scola's <laughs> dropped uh, twenty eight and thirteen. And 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 uh, hey, hold up, wait, 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 wait. 
You talking about former Houston Rockets, Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> Louis Scola with the long hair? Yes, yes, Louis Scola. Yeah, he's like 39. Yeah, he's pretty He's pretty getting on yeah. up there. Actually, doing one of those crazy, bro. I actually uh, watched this uh, video on YouTube. It was like that that website that um, YouTube that me and ADB watching. Yeah, about like the an, like super analytics of basketball, mm-hmm. and we it was talking about is LeBron James really just a fucking terrible defender? And it actually shows that the nigga not a bad defender. He just uh he really like plays the numbers hard. Like he playing a, if he's guarding a trash ass nigga, like he uh he really just like don't respect them niggas. He would rather uh. I don't know. You gotta watch this shit. I'll say no, no. I know exactly what you mean. He dares people to beat him. Yeah, and he and the thing is, them niggas make him pay a lot. And he and he steps up to the plate a lot of times when he's guarding somebody who's. Yeah, yeah. When he play like when he plays like he's guarding somebody elite. Yes, he does like play pretty good defense and shit. The thing is, like defensively as a team, as a team that's the worst in the league, because like the Lakers were like bottom, like bottom. They're like bottom twenty five, like it was like twenty five to thirty range. Bad. You can't be daring niggas to beat you when your team is that bad on defense. You got to be guarding niggas like you, like you got to stop them or something. Because that's what I'm saying. Like if everybody's gonna play lax defense like that, that's why they were so damn terrible. Like ah, oh, then they can't shoot. Nigga hit the shot. Huh, maybe next time he won't hit the shot. Well, maybe I should play defense now. Nigga, you don't gave up like two three possessions already. Like that's that's bad defense in my opinion. Yeah 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 yeah. I was just I was just, um. The niggas, I, I had to watch the video. That's why I thought the video was cool as fuck. Like that, um, beyond the basket, that shit, that shit cold as fuck. Like them, um, the bands, metrics and shit. Yeah, I'm gonna start watching that myself. I like that kind of shit. But what was I gonna say? Yeah, Corey, Luis Scola scored 28 points and had 13 rebounds in Argentina's win over France in the FIBA World you Cup. You hate so. to see it. And Luis Scola is like 29 years, I mean, 39 years old. Hasn't been in the NBA for years. So you know, Gobert isn't perfect himself. No defensive player is, but going. Yeah, I think sure. that I think Anthony Davis, he is a defensive player of the year caliber player, um, blocking shots from the weak side. His own ball defense isn't as great as like Gobert, but it can it can be. I'll say that much because his length and how tall he is. Uh, he just he just don't have that like that. And weight. I need that nigga to play more than sixty five games this year. Yeah, definitely gonna need that. Oh, yeah, I think he. I think he will be able to play. Like last year, he was he was trending in that direction, but he was just resting a lot, which probably kept him from getting injured. But at the same time, I think he'll be fine. In that uh, I think AD. But see, this is the thing about in order for AD to win Defensive Player of the Year, that will require. I feel like the team has to be a top that's, ten defensive that's team. That's exactly what I was going to ask next. Yeah. And what, so that's my so that's my question to you guys. Oh, well, see, they, they got Danny Green. Goddamn, Danny Green was a great, uh, really, really good defender. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like the Lakers were absolutely atrocious last year, but they've added guys like Danny Green. Who shit, this a, a whole new Lakers team to keep it a beam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. They got so, rid of everybody. Motherfucker. <laughs> so, so check it out. <laughs> so check it out. If you put Danny Green, Avery Bradley, if you want to believe he's a good defender, as a yeah, fan, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's not a good defender. So you they got Avery Bradley. They have Danny Green. They have a, a motivated Anthony Davis, and if he pushes Dwight to be the defensive player, that I mean, he could be a he could be half the defensive player he was in his prime. And it would still be a great defensive player. Yeah. So think about the Anthony Davis and Dwight protecting the paint in tandem, and along with LeBron James, if he's motivated, like we were talking about just a few sec- seconds ago, to actually play defense along with Danny Green on the tape on the court, can you see? 
the Lakers being a top ten defensive team in the league, would you would would you really be willing to bet they'll be top ten? The Dwight wasn't bad last year. That's why I was. That's why I thought his contract was so goddamn funny because his contract was based solely off him and, and not off his play. That's why I thought that shit was fucking hilarious. But that nigga was not bad. Trash. Yeah, he wasn't bad at all last year. That shit funny to me. No, no, yeah, Zach. People just don't fuck with him. Like that's the bottom line. Like he he puts up no, he he gives you adequate production, and he's still able to protect the rim. So if you have him protecting the rim, and you get Anthony Davis playing weak side D, as I said, do you guys see them being top ten defense? Are yeah, that could be a, yeah, that? that could be a uh, a really good defensive team. I think I think them being top ten is super optimistic, honestly. Yeah, I'll say top fifteen. You know, yeah, I'm about 20. to say maybe, maybe, yeah, I'm about to say maybe top fifteen. But I think their team is also going to be like really good offensively, to where they don't have to be that great of a team defensively. So you think they'll? Well, you think they'll rest the laurels? Cars though. We see that. Well, yeah, see, Rondo. Danny Green, Danny Green can't hold everybody. Like he good, but we like you know, like he just good. I think the Lakers was going. Weren't they going LeBron at uh the point at the point? So, it would be Danny Green guarding uh, the best point guards. Uh, what if, yeah, the best perimeter player with LeBron probably guarding the second best perimeter player. And I don't know who to – I guess if it's Kyle Kuzma's the other guy that's going to be on the court with them. Good God. I don't know. Uh, but then again, that's only one bad defender if you don't count LeBron. That's only one bad defender on the court with, with Dwight Howard, Anthony Davis, Danny, Danny Green, Green and LeBron and LeBron James, it's, so. and I'm pretty sure they probably make some more uh, acquisitions and shit throughout the season. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's, I wouldn't say that. You know, I'm not saying top five, but eh, eh, I can see. Yeah, I I'm saying he seen them being ten. Don't forget. Let's not forget that their coach is Frank Vogel, who's a defensive-minded ah, coach. True, true, this is true. This is true. So using his schemes, I would like to uh, assume that they, they would probably be a better defensive team with the, with the personnel they're able, the few personnel they ever have. But as far as like acquisitions, Jacquez, some niggas don't have any assets, so it'll be, it'll be strictly like minimum players. So it's, this is the team they got. They got Melo out there. You see, yeah, see what I'm saying? They would have the only thing. Melo was still indeed out there, but he, he won't help the defense. He'll help the other defense. Know. Uh, exactly. You know what I saw the other day on Twitter, my nigga. It was a poll asking, do y'all think uh, Kyle Kuzma would be a, a fucking, what was it, MV, not an NBA, all-star this year or some shit like that? Uh, niggas, Jesus Lakers fans Christ. are like super fucking delusional, my nigga. No, the crazy thing is, he could be it solely off of their votes. Facts. He could. Nick, no, they was but like, they, do you think he'll be an all-star? And they also said, do you think he's better than Jason Tatum? And niggas, I was like, oh my God, these niggas. I'm going to say, Jason had a pretty bad year. Yeah, he did. And, you know, and, you know. Feeble. Oh, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this though. That nigga, that nigga made the team. Rode the bench. Nigga. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. That I don't think Kyle Kuzma will be an All Star because of the simple fact that, that the All Star, the West is still loaded with so much. Exactly. Talent. It's exactly. Not, it's, not even, it's less of an indictment on Kuzma and more about just how fucking loaded the West is. Because if you look at like, for instance, if you look at just the Lakers, the Lakers have AD, Bron, and then the Clippers have. Kawhi and Paul George. All four of them can't be on, you know, on the first team for um, All-Star. All of them can't be five, the starters for the All-Star team. So some of them are automatically going to be placed in the forward position for the yeah. second team. So like I said, that's going to keep Kyle Cooper from being it. But I will, I'm, I'm going to bet that the Lakers, I'm going to take a gamble. I'm going to say the Lakers probably a top 10 defense with the mindset that AD has, I'm I'm buying Dwight Howard stock. Yeah, I believe I Dwight I Howard. Think the, do. I don't think Dwight Howard's bad at all. It's just that nigga just funny as fuck. <laughs> and like the one, that's like the biggest, 
fun Lakers' biggest problems was guarding the rim last season because they had people like Tyson Chandler and uh, you know a goofy JaVale McGee who's been who's been better, but he still isn't the best. So if you use if you try if you try not them three plus Danny Green if he gives the contribution and if Avery Bradley has a redemption arc, I can see them being uh, I can see them being top ten. I'm gonna go top ten. Nine, it, I'm gonna say top, I, nine, top eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't give them like a for sure top ten nine, but like. 10, 9, maybe 8. That's, that's very possible. Yeah. I would, I would say one thing. One thing I would say is if, as a Suns fan, if Kyle Kuzma makes an all star team before Devin Booker, I uh, am yeah, too. I'm going the same. I'm oh, going to be right. I'm going to be livid. I'm going to be livid. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. As things stand, Kyle Kuzma is definitely closer to being an all star than, than Devin Booker. And that says a lot about uh, the all star selection process. More so than both of those players. But Hashtag free book. Free book. Free book. Moving on to the next topic of the day. It's time for Who's Wildin'? Where Core gives us somebody in the news that he feels has oh. been wilding to the utmost max. Core, who do you have for us this week? I was not expecting it to be this early, but oh, for Who's Wildin' this week is none other than the woman, the myth, the legend, Nicki Minaj, a.k.a. The Queen. Whoa, Nicki Minaj. The, oh, okay, okay. Nicki Minaj, man. For the okay. past two weeks, you know, yeah, man. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm sorry to put the pressure back on the podcast. I had to do it for the past week. She has been on a strong media campaign against none other than the media. Basically, she been coming out saying that Charlemagne, Ebro, Hot Nine Seven, Breakfast Club, Academics, hip hop platform is being paid by Cardi, even probably even us. That we all getting paid by Cardi B <laughs> and Atlanta Records to get her out the paint. And I'm saying that she's wilder because I just don't see that. And, and this one made her retire? I don't know. Oh, I, I, yeah, that's another reason. She said she was retiring. I was happy to hear that because <laughs> I do feel, I feel like she's accomplished. I don't know. I don't mean like in a disrespectful way. I just look at it like she's accomplished so much. She's done everything she could possibly do. Ain't nothing wrong with taking a break to have a family. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But then when I saw what I saw, I was like, like, because basically at came out, leaked some DMs. She was like, I know you, I know where you live. I know where your family live. We pulling up, we break your jaw, we getting everybody out the paint because you take Wait, Cardi side. Yeah. So when so, I saw so that, I said, man, she ain't going nowhere. So basically, uh, I think academics was talking shit about Nikki and was hyping up Cardi B. And it made Nikki mad, so Nikki DM'd him and pretty much said, "Hey, you need you need to watch how you're talking to me. You know I know your family." Whoa! She was like, yeah, she she was kind of hitting that. She was gonna put a hit on him, and then academics got on Twitter and said, "Hey, if I come up dead, know that Nikki Minaj is the one that did it." And then he posted like the um DMs. So now if he if him and his family did have a hit on their head, now Nikki Minaj can't do it, which is. Hitman, hiring Hitman one on one. You don't tell somebody you hired a hit on them. Because if you do it, <laughs> niggas, go, you gonna go to jail. That's premeditated murder. You know so, what? Yeah, you man. Know she what? She so I really thought AB was gonna be your who's wildin' this week. So I'm, I'm surprised, but she is absolutely fucking wild. Stay tuned. Wait, who? Stay, you said who? Who we play for? Come, come on, come. You right. You right. You right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> But we gonna get there. I yeah, think we're gonna play uh, Corey White Jesus, Tom Brady. I forgot about that <laughs> shit. 
the second greatest white man ever walk on this planet. <laughs> that is a mad wild statement. Oh my god, shit! Somebody clip that back, shit. But back, nice fam. I almost say this like, if you gonna say you retire, do that. I don't want to wake up the next. That you trying to get. I almost say like, I don't want to wake up the next day and find you trying to get people clap because they saying the music see, ain't hitting the way it used to. That's a wild like. That's insane, honestly. Like, like your husband just got out of jail, and you telling people I'm sending him your way. Like, you can't be using that like he an attack dog. Like, like it's crazy, fam. Did y'all see that I'm video of them too? That's your yeah. I'm gonna tell you what. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what. They, I'm gonna tell tell you what. You watch videos. If you watch videos of them two together, then he does seem like an attack dog. I'm not gonna hold you. He seems like a pet. <laughs> that nigga do seem like a pet. He seems like a pet the way she talked to him. He really do. He do. That nigga a hostage. <laughs> Somebody said, she, somebody said he don't listen to do because she Nicki Minaj, and I felt that. I said, I can't see this nigga just, I can't see no killer just no, like, nobody. Yeah. yeah, but I'm going to say this. Her saying that she retired and her threatening academics, I don't feel like those things have to be mutually exclusive. I feel like she could be retired while trying to, while trying to defend her legacy. I think about like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is, is a retired basketball player, but every now and then he'll get on TV and say, hey, watch your mouth, niggas. I hear y'all talking shit. Just remember, I'm still the best. That's Nikki. Nikki said, "I'm t- I'm tired of rapping, but I ain't gonna let y'all niggas shit on my legacy." So no, 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 no. no, no. This the thing though. She's saying that. Oh, the thing is like she's saying that she's trying to get them out the paint because she feel like they propping up Cardi B. If you retiring, that should be the least of your words. Well, see, like I said, Le- you know, J- Jordan do the same thing when people prop up LeBron. Not saying that she's right in this instance. But I'm just saying that you can be retired. And still try to defend your legacy. That's all I'm saying. Now, is it smart? Is it right? I I can't say. It's I got, but I can say her trying to her hinting that she would, you know, touch academics and his family. I do. I will say that's the only wild thing. That's the truly wild thing here. I'm gonna say this though: if she would have caught him sleeping in silence and didn't retire, that would have been a much better move. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you what: I don't think anybody would assume Nicki Minaj. My nigga, nigga, trying to put his side on act. Yeah. No, you, <laughs> do, you know, do you know how many people want academics day yet? Like nobody would assume right. Yeah. No, no, I don't thought no, I don't, I don't thought He's literally just a fat YouTuber that's just talking shit. Why do niggas care so much? Oh my god, that shit funny as fuck. No, but to me, like, oh, okay, I'm putting this like, like to me, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm like, there's even a hit that I'm saying that she wild. I was just looking at it like, nigga, that's exactly I, why you should be saying that. Out of all the people, you gonna tell I'm finna get you out the paint. You gonna tell the person who love he exposed stuff for a living. Like he wake up in the morning, like man, who can I put on a platter to laugh at? And then she was like, "Yeah, fam, I'm gonna get you clapped unless you call my husband right now." You really th- like? I was like, even when I saw, I was like, "Bro, she really think he finna do this? This man finna make 86 videos off this? He finna twitch for the next two months about this?" Exactly. Because now you can't kill me in Carter Bitten you. Asking <laughs> 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 a fucking wild on the street. What is the culture that we live in that we let DJ academics have this much power? Exactly. Exactly. I don't tell what's funny about it though. It's the I tell everybody this. It's the rapper's fault. Like, I'm like, I remember, to me, I remember when he was just the dude who did YouTube videos. Facts. You know what made Act Popping? The fact that every rapper would respond, oh, you said this about me? I'm going to kill you. And they just kept saying it to me. He had like a million followers. 
And it's kind of like it's kind of like our podcast. Like if rappers start responding to the shit we say, nigga, we popping. It's a wrap, bro. Can you imagine if I wake up tomorrow and Nicki Minaj said, "Cold, I'm getting you clap for this who's wildin'." Niggas gonna spend all day. Who the fuck is Cold? What this nigga say? Exactly. They gonna follow the podcast. They gonna follow Cord Twitter, and I hope, pray to God, they don't go to Cord likes. Yeah. That's gonna make up the Cord on the bus. They're like, bro, who is this? They go like, "Who y'all get y'all basketball hip hop takes?" Damn, niggas With this being said, we definitely need some controversial content on this show. I got receipts for 2014. He bought two bottles of Everclear. This is who y'all listening to. Big facts. But shout to Nipsey Nudge for retiring. And for being it, you know, allegedly, and citing her sights on starting a family and being, and hopefully, I hopefully she distances herself from all this and she goes and ha- enjoy her new family. There's a couple artists who just walk away from music and they just enjoy it. Kind of like Andre 3000. Yeah, like, he walk away from music. Yeah, Ace Hood. Like he just walked away from it and just enjoying his family. Like sometimes the music shit, like it's cool. I'm gonna say Nikki has a legacy. It can't really be rewritten, no matter how big part it be becomes. It won't be, like it unless you it keep pushing. Yeah, no, unless you keep pushing it and then making herself look, you know, bitter and resentful. Just let Carter B become what she's going to become. You never know. It might not, she might, you know, be a flash in the pan and burn out in like another two years. And that doesn't is, equate. I don't think Cardi B, go, I don't think she's going to be rapping three years from now. Like, I really feel like she's going to be like J-Lo. Word. I can damn sure see that. But let's go on to the next topic. Uh, Kevin Durant has been pretty active on Twitter and um, in the uh, media. Oh, shit. So we got two Kevin Durant topics. So the first topic is basically he did a cover. I think it was like with a magazine called GSI, GW, GSW. I can't remember what it was. And in it, he revealed that he um, he revealed that he would have liked to have returned to the Thunder one day. But he said it was. But the way he was received when he returned prevented him. He said people come to my house, spray paint on the for sale signs about my neighborhood. People making videos in front of my house and burning my jerseys and calling me all types of crazy names. He said, such a toxic and venomous feeling when I walk into that arena. Just the organization, the trainers, the equipment managers. Those dudes is pissed off at me. I ain't talking to me. Like I'm like, yo. This is... Yes, he said, yo, this is where we're going with this because I left a team and went to play another team. So he basically said he described the feeling when he went back to OKC as toxic. And even though he would have liked to have one day returned to OKC, he couldn't do it because of how they responded to him leaving and how they accepted how they um how they received them when he returned to play there. Uh, is Kevin Durant wilding? Should, should he have not wanted to have gone back to Oklahoma or the or the fans, the equipment, the managers, the ball boy, the niggas that wipe up the sweat off the floor, the tele, you know, the guy who runs the clock? Are all are all of them wrong? For uh, not showing KD love. What do you think? <laughs> hey man, fuck that nigga. Hey, what? <laughs> bro, you know, bro, you know how foul you gotta be for the equipment manager that hate you, fam. <laughs> so to, to to clarify, these these comments were made about him when he after he left OKC, and these are the people in OKC, correct? All right. Yes. Okay. So so you know. The, the what I'm the way I'm gonna take this is, you expect somebody who you left high and dry for the team that just beat you to in the playoffs. Shut up! That you folded to them. That you were. They beat you. Folded to them. 
that you were up 3-1 on and you let them recruit you to come and play for them and you expect the people who you just left to welcome you back with open arms and to be yes. like, oh yeah, please come back. Please come play for us again after you just left us for a team who you probably should have beat. I don't this 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 no really really should have beaten this this is hey he straight up old it and that's and that's the thing about it like KD is definitely wild and I'll give him that like he's not like he didn't owe after leaving he didn't OKC anything he didn't have to go back there he didn't owe them anything kind of like how LeBron felt like he owed Cleveland this is true like, you know he was you know what I'm saying? But, like, even LeBron didn't have to go back there. Like, he never had to. It was cool that he did. It would have been cool if, if KD did the same thing. Well, kind of not because it would be like he was copying LeBron. But it would have been cool if he did do it for the OKC and got them a ring. But it's the fact that he didn't owe them anything. But at the same time, the fans didn't owe him anything. Like, that nigga just – I ain't going to say he quit. He did quit on them. I will say that. He did quit. Like, hey, you can't expect, you can't expect <clears throat> the fans. Like, I know you, gave, you, you had a lot of great years together. But you can't expect the fans to just open you with open arms after how you spurned them for the Warriors. If it had been any other team, because Jacquez said this a hundred times, if it had been any other team, the fans probably wouldn't have been interested. If he went to the no, nah, if he went to the Celtics, people would have been fine. Like people would have been cool. Even if he went to the Clippers, people would have the OKC fans, they probably been some mad ones for burnt jerseys and stuff, but they wouldn't have responded in the way they did. With the same intensity, if he didn't go to the Warriors, and because the whole, because the entire world hated KD when he did that, they were just OKC. Everybody hated him. And I think, and I think, um, something. Hold on, I completely forgot what I was trying to say. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, that nigga, that nigga out the mondo for thinking them niggas gonna oh, be like, don't not to, keep fucking not with to, him. He should have been mentioned, Not to mention, he was talking shit about them on Twitter from burner account. Facts, exactly. big facts. Man, he exactly. had no help, my nigga. The, 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 it was um, the ball boy. That nigga didn't pass the ball the too fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> nigga said, Russ, Katie couldn't win with them cats. That shit hilarious. Them so, cats. yeah, they don't. <laughs> that nigga talking like he 64. But the other Katie topic is he's on Twitter and he got into, I ain't gonna say a debate or even an argument, but he was having a conversation with, uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, Victoric? Victoric? A- AP on Twitter. He's a pretty popular Twitter account that talked about basketball all day and talked about fast analytics. Known LeBron fan. So the conversation began with him asking KD of uh, where do you think when do you think you became better than LeBron? You know he gets compared to MJ constantly, right? Do you think you belong in that same conversation? Kevin Durant says everybody gets compared to everyone and no one ever get the um, GOAT title outright, especially on social media. So does it really matter in the grand scheme or do you want to argue real quick? So the guy responds, I think you're a top 10 player ever already, but you still be top 10 ever in my opinion, even if you never won those finals. Do you think that the casual fan weighs rings too much? You could have won a ton of rings in MJ's place on the Bulls or rings not extremely circumstantial. KD responds, you want to put together hypotheticals for every player. I can make sure everybody has rings if we did that. Being the guy replies, I'd rather not debate people in hypotheticals at all, though that's my point. Rings are a result of team performance and combined with often performances. And then uh, he said, you went to Golden State to have a better chance at winning rings, right? What if you didn't have to do that to be the GOAT? And then Kevin Durant responds, being the GOAT isn't something that moves me. So basically, Kevin Durant says he don't care about being the GOAT. And uh, that's do cap. you go? You, you saying cap? It's cap. Because if he said, I was like, it's basically. That's all like some KD would say. 
Man, if you this. didn't care, if you didn't care about personal accolades, you wouldn't goddamn wake up in three o'clock in the morning to call your trainer and, and tell him why did you let him make the decision. So anything Stop. that nigga say automatically voids the fuck out because that nigga be capping. The the tweet, the one tweet he left out, he said, "Why do you?" Somebody asked him, "Why do you play?" He said, "Because I like playing basketball." So he said, "That's pretty much the motivation behind every move he's made." It's simply, I like playing basketball. It's not so much about wanting to win rings or anything like that. It's purely because I love playing basketball. I want to play basketball the best people possible. And I remember Katie actually saying that, like maybe years ago, I can't remember, where he said he went to he went to awards because he loved the brand of basketball they played. You know, because you know, in OKC the niggas played that super ISO heavy style of basketball. And then, you know, Warriors played that freelance move the ball type offense. So he thought he was going to enjoy himself there. Not when Katie went there. But then when Katie got there, he wanted he he learned quickly that he liked ISO ball. So now he left it for an ISO heavy player and Kyrie Irving. I say about that nigga. I Katie. think he's like just super impossible to satisfy. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he knows exactly <laughs> you don't do that here. What <laughs> I don't think I don't think KD knows exactly what he wants, and so that's why every day he gets on Twitter, he says things that kind of contradict his earlier statements. I feel like one day KD, like I want to be the goat, because you know what? You know, one point he was saying I'm go, I am better than LeBron. I feel like LeBron passed to me, and now he's saying I don't care. And and he said something that I've learned about just dealing with people in general is that actions speak louder than words. I mean, you can say that you don't care about being the goat. You don't care about you don't care about you know accolades and stuff like that. But then you go on, then you go and join the Warriors, and then you go and you know make these statements in the media about how you want to be better. I mean, so it's just super hard to understand and try to break down what he's saying based on what his actions are showing you. Facts. KD remains uh, the NBA's biggest enigma. There's oh, no way no. that nigga Kyrie up there with him. No, he is too. But I'm gonna say it's Kate. Kyrie really started like really, really wild in the past two years doing like super weird shit. He did some low key weird shit when he was with the Cavs, but it just seemed normal because, you know, everybody, you know, the toxic environment that was around LeBron. But now, you see it transfer over to another team now realizing that, you know, Kyrie a weirdo too. And I can't wait to see how them niggas interact with each other on the uh, Nets. It's going to be primetime TV, in all honesty. How long y'all been Katie? Well, they both signed max contracts, so they gonna last. They got to last. Well, I, not necessarily. Shouts out to Paul George. <laughs> You're right, but like both of them, like really want to be on the Nets. Like both of them want to be on that team, particularly. Who did? Who did? Both of them As soon as some go left, that's true. But I'm saying like some reneging ass niggas. But both of them say, hey, we shouldn't play together anymore. <laughs> Who's going to demand a trade, though? Who? Y- I think it'd be Kyrie. I'm going to take that back. I think Kyrie. Kyrie demand a trade before um, KD. Yeah, Kyrie and all. I-, I would say Kyrie, too. Easily. But, all right, let's go on to the next topic. Shout out to KD, though. Hope you come back. Uh, Meg Thee Stallion has signed to The Rock as their um The Rock's ma- Rock Nation's management team. Did she sound The Rock? Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys see this as a great or bad move? Uh, all I got to say is this. She better not perform through NFL games. You nice don't want to be a part of that fiasco. Get ready. Nah, Gris- get ready. Griselda, Megan, uh, Megan Stallion, nice. and Megan Trainer collab. Yeah, you know they signed the Rock Nation too. <laughs> they're going to they hey, put it hey, on. Hey, hold up. With a Megan Stallion, a 
Did Megan train up? Would they go hard as a collab duo? No, Meg Square, maybe. No, no, no. <laughs> Meg Square. <laughs> Megan Train of Music is the, it's the elevator music shit. She just you just play in the background at stores and places, but you don't pay attention to. That's Megan Train. Hey, you music. know what? She had that yoga music. She had that yoga music lane for Lizzo did. Keep that in mind. But I'm saying what, man? Megan Stallion has, does nothing but make good moves. So I can't see her actually performing there. But this Rock Nation management deal is a big deal because she got someone like Jay Z representing her when she goes to meetings and things of that nature. So yeah, I think this is a great move for her. I feel like. Do you guys see her only going up from here? Because like we talked about this like months ago, Core, about how she's on the cusp of like trending towards a superstar. She's not there yet, but she's definitely a star now. Do you see Meg just continues to going up from here? I mean, yeah, honestly, I, I'm, I'm like, I, I know, like at first, I was like, I, I remember like she first came out, I was like, man, I, I only see, I see her as like trending two point oh now. And I think I, I think she got it in the bag. Yeah. All she got to do is drop this new album. If the album catches, get to go. If it don't, yeah. I think she'll still be fine. I think it's it's almost fine because Fever wasn't that great, and yet, still and the people are still talking about Megan every single day. Like I feel like she's almost become bigger than her music at this point. Kind of like I ain't gonna say like I ain't gonna say like Rihanna, but people do talk about Rihanna more. They talk about her actual music. Sex. But that's but that's on a bigger scale though. Meg is kind of like that on a smaller scale, where people have not really been talking about she real her. much. They just love her. She's easy to like, very easy to like. The issue is this: it can change in no, no time. It can. She so, having all the time. She's like, oh, we love when you do this and when you do that. Then when it's like a year later and you still doing it, okay. Well, I'm saying they passively doing it right now, but they're putting it on her own. They're putting it on her wardrobe manager. <laughs> I almost like that. when I first saw it on Tuesday was now at the point where they do it inside of it. Yeah, I am too. I was like, yeah, I mean, right? Like somebody obviously having a hard time dressing her, but you know now people keep bringing it up. I'm like, you know, you kind of can let it go now. Like she ain't gonna fire these exactly. niggas apparently. <laughs> exactly. Like he been there for he been like whoever it is, they been there for a minute. They ain't going nowhere. If she want to dress up like she about to get me folded the fade, let her fail. Big facts. So, shout to Megan Stallion. So, a question that I want to ask y'all about this topic. So, I think in the media, kind of lately, Jay Z has been getting this has been getting this reputation of like anti for the culture. I guess you could say for what he's doing with the NFL. And so, yeah. do y'all feel like do y'all feel like Megan is gonna take some negative flashback from signing with Rock Nation? Because that's the first thing that came to my mind when I saw when I saw them. I, I think she'll be fine, so as long as she does. As long as she don't perform, like as long as she don't go out there and perform for the NFL show, which she shouldn't be in trouble for doing that anyway. Like people shouldn't care, but that's the only way I see people turning on her is that she goes and performs um, for an NFL halftime show, which would be big on her part, but people would hate her for it. So hopefully she doesn't. That, yeah, that's my nigga Travis did that shit, and that nigga still winning that life. Fuck them. Yeah, he did. This but you know, Travis also had, Travis also had people that hate him. Like I don't feel like Megan St- Megan Stallion hasn't really. She's really seems to be universally loved now and that's what i was saying like that could change in an instant like me and core was saying if she performs for the nfl granted she's still probably she'll still be successful because you know i can't i can't she's have haters i can't see Meg's music be being performed at a halftime show to be honest uh you know what you're yeah, absolutely right very true very true especially in the interview yeah 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 
I ain't gonna go too well. I ain't gonna go over well at Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time for everything under the sun. The segment where Cam gives us something outside of basketball music, you know, take a break from it. And uh then we he gives and then we rank something in that category. So what's up, Cam? What you got yeah, for us today? So yeah, so like like George just said, we're gonna do this this week. I'm gonna give you a topic, then I'm gonna give you three options within the within the topic that I give you to rank. So this week our top our pick is none other than Antonio Brown and his antics. So I initially chose this before the sexual assault allegations came up. So <laughs> uh bear, bear and, and we and we and we're gonna talk about his antics before then. So uh, going so I'm just gonna give you guys a rundown of things that have happened with Antonio Brown. So last year he vocally started, um, he vocally started expressing his negative feelings towards their, his quarterback, Big Ben, and Big Rape. Whoa, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so uh, he started vo- voicing those, and the tension got so bad to the point where Pittsburgh Steelers had one game at the end of the season to try to make the playoffs. If they want, they needed to win, and they needed Baltimore to lose. And Antonio Brown did not play in that game, and that was probably the biggest game of the season that he didn't play. So that happened, and then afterwards, he kind of rec- he kind of forced his way out of Pittsburgh. And during the process, he exposed Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, he exposed his Instagram DMs to him. I do to what can I do to get more like you? And he kind of screenshotted that. And, and he that. asked that shit back in college. Yeah, yeah exactly. that was, was cornball yeah. shit that was on AB yeah, part. Yeah, def- definitely cornball shit. So then, so then he gets traded to the Raiders, becomes the highest paid receiver, gets the most guaranteed money that a receiver has ever gotten before Michael Thomas just broke that. And then, uh, this is when he, this is when more antics begin to happen. He shows up to the first day of training camp with an air balloon. And then he shows up. <laughs> I didn't know He shows this. up on an air balloon. And then, Come to find out, he can't play because he's messed up his feet in a cryogenic air chamber. And so, when he is actually able, and when he is actually finally clear to play, he also then doesn't play because of his helmet situation, which he which he filed a grievance with the NFL twice. Both of them failed. And after that, uh, the t- after he's finally getting the uh, helmet situation figured out. He then signs a sponsorship with the helmet company, saying basically saying, "Yeah, I was just doing this so I could get the sponsorship." So, <laughs> so after getting the sponsorship, the team was like, "Oh, you were playing us the whole time," so they find him and they send him a letter. He then exposes the confidential letter that the team sent him, finding him on Instagram, and then asks for his release of the team. He reports to practice the next day threatens to fight his GM and says, uh, calls him some words that I won't say on the podcast. We'll keep, we'll keep it between <laughs> us. We know what it is, though. And then John Gruden calls him, and when John Gruden calls him, he records the phone call and then posts that. And then, once he finally gets released for everything that he's done, he celebrates his release by running out of the door on Instagram. And we find out later on that day that he is signed by the New England Patriots, which still seems a little shady to me, but you know, it's the Patriots. Very. So, all right. So, said all that to say, and then, and then we get the, and then we get the sexual assault allegations, but I, we won't really get into that today. 
But so as we can see, Antonio Brown has been the biggest diva in the sports world right now. So now I'm going to give you guys a list of four guys outside of Antonio Brown. I want you to rank them by biggest diva. So first person I'm going to bring up is Alex Rodriguez. And to sum up Alex Rodriguez, a quote that he said is, when people write bad things about me, I don't know if it's because I'm good looking, I'm biracial, or because I make them up. <laughs> Niggas, it's <is> <laughs> uh, The second person that I'm going to give y'all hey, is... Mixed? The second person I'm going to give y'all is Terrell Owens, who kind of self-explanatory, but the biggest thing that he had going on was his uh, debacle with Donovan McNabb and how they kind of tore the locker room apart in, in Philadelphia when they could have been a Super Bowl team. Yeah. And the last person I'm going to give y'all is Allen Iverson, who y'all know the practice rant where he went on for a minute and a half with the media complaining about how he shouldn't have to practice because he's who he is. So I will let y'all rank those three people in order of worst diva to at least manageable. Uh, The worst, I'd probably say T.O. T.O. I'd definitely, I'd definitely go T.O. because his antics became too big yeah, for him definitely. at a certain point. Uh, I'd probably say T.O. I, I don't know if I want to call, do I want to call A.I. a diva? I'd probably... What about A-Rod? What's, what's, what's some other crazy A-Rod did? So, so A-Rod also think about hey, it. Hey, what he beefed with Derek Jeter? Um, I'm trying to remember. I probably, I probably say A-Rod's the least problematic, actually. I mean, I I, I know he, I know A-Rod's an asshole, but I think. He said because he's biracial. <laughs> yeah, because he's biracial. The thing that A-Rod did was that uh, his, his former manager, Joe Torre, once said that he asked that he requested for a personal clubhouse attendant, even though the team had five. I'm gonna say like you know the whole practice of the magical, uh the pulling up yeah. with like pulling up in outfits that weren't you know. You know, NBA uh, sanction, which, you know, end up being cool because basketball players eventually, uh, well, no, it actually didn't end up being cool. Niggas got to end up putting dress code because of his ass. But, uh, yeah, but I, I, I yeah. see. So I go T.O., A.I., and then A-Rod as the Divas. Can we talk about Gronk saying he fixed CTE? <laughs> I saw this shit. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't even know what you're I talking saw, about. Saw, I ain't, I ain't even hear about that. How about this nigga? CTE has become sentinel. <laughs> hey, man, I, Grant got out the Vegapunk. I guess it just didn't set in for him. Yeah, they gonna speed up. No, no, no. And that's why he making these comments. No, it's, that's, a, that's prime CTE. I fix mine. I'm gonna tell you what. The thing about CTE is you can't just diagnose this shit while you're alive. Like, there's no way to look at a person's brain... <laughs> And see the damage caused by CTE. That's why football players you can't you can't look at their brains until they're dead. That's the only way you're able to identify if they have if they've been suffering from CTE. And this nigga saying he not only is he saying that he got CTE, but he's saying that he fixed it. That's the <laughs> he fixed it. He, said, he didn't even say how. I don't know about you other niggas. Oh my god, <laughs> my so shit's straight. Oh, I'm good. I don't know what the Patriots be doing over there. Patriots got the cue to CTE all the time. They ain't even sharing it. That's crazy. <laughs> it's the Patriot way. No, the Pats. What's, what's up, Tom Brady? What's Tom Brady? Um, thing called T12. TB12. TB12. 
TB12. TB12, Kira, CTE, man. Hope they fix it. Oh, hope yeah, they fix ABs. Yeah. Cut that goddamn must ugly ass. Oh, that shit is ugly as a motherfucker, bro. My mama, that shit is so goddamn ugly. That shit is blonde, bro. Oh, that was the first time. That nigga, that nigga was on the shop talking about I can't even take that nigga serious, bro. I was like, man, look at this nigga, bro. Man, what's up? Man, I'm just a black man. I'm trying to do what's right. Hey, hold up. He was hating on shit. some pipe cleaners? You know, like those fuzzy things that you use to clean pipes? Yeah, pipe cleaners. Yeah, nigga like that. Pipe cleaners in his Top his head, man. It was all downhill, man. But I think, and I also think it is worth noting that Antonio Brown, Randy Moss, and Terrell Owens all had all had the same agents. Wow, I did not know that. Oh, damn, the agent behind all these squads. I don't, I don't. Uh, shit, you love to see it. All right, man. Blake no, hope not. They call. All right, so <laughs> next topic, I want to talk to you guys about Joe Johnson, who has just signed a deal with the Pistons, landed second chances. All right. So, yeah. So, Joe Johnson accomplished this by going to the big three and completely dominating the big three and showing people, yeah, just showing people that, like, oh, my Killed God. Like, what the hell? Why is Joe Johnson in the big three? Like, this nigga's clearly better than all the other old-ass niggas. And so, <laughs> because of that, he got him a new contract. <laughs> is this a sign for um the future for the big three? Will this be a new path for NBA players? Like, I don't know if I still got it. Let me go and play against the other old dudes. Well, I'm clearly better than the rest of them. Let me go back to the NBA. Do you, you guys know see this what? Being a path in the future? This is prime mellow uh, slender right now. That's that. Yeah. I'm on his ass. Nigga, nigga been, uh, been yeah. in the gym posting videos for two years. Nigga still ain't fucking with some <laughs> Don't say shit, but just go to the big three and go crazy. Niggas on his ass. Hey, and, that's and that was going to be my next question. Do you think like this is something that... Mellow should consider, or y'all feel like, to, um, man, I can't wait for Mellow to go to the big three and get his ass clamped up. That shit be so goddamn funny. <laughs> that shit, that shit make my goddamn day. If Mellow goes to the big three and big baby, man, when he goes to the big three, I swear to God, I'm slandering him forever. I'm a forever, bro. They 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 go to like 50 in the big three, right? <laughs> yeah, Mellow will average 40. You think so? Melo would kill the big three. Them uh, niggas suck. But see, I'm going to say this. After watching what Joe Johnson uh, did, absolutely kill the league, and then get back into the league, do you think that, um, Cam, do you think that he should attempt it, or you think that he's above it? I think I think yeah, the issue with Melo is that, I think the issue with Melo is that he's just, was. I think he's suffering from have being too good in his prime to the point where a coach can't look down at the bench and be like, all right, Am I gonna put in Melo or am I gonna put in a rookie who needs valuable playing time? Yeah. Like I think I think I think it I think pe- people honestly feel like it would be disrespectful to have Melo sitting at the end of your bench and not playing him, even though his talent wouldn't um val like wouldn't validate him playing right now. I think coaches would be like, "No, nah, man, I can't have Melo at the end of the bench. That's disrespectful, man." Kind of what kind of what Doc Rivers was doing with Paul Pierce when he was with the Clippers, where he was getting minutes still, but he shouldn't have been. Exactly. Is I respect uh, Paul Pierce, but like I was saying, like I think it also be disrespectful to for um, Melo to have to go prove himself in the big three. That's facts. I think I really do just because of the kind of player he was all along, and the fact that I know his ego still tells him he's still that player. And a lot of NBA, and a lot of NBA players 
back him up and say he's still that kind of player. So I think a lot of NBA players would take offense that he that the league, you know, have to um the fact that he would have to leave and go play in the big three don't improve himself. But you know it was worse than that though. The players not getting him a job. I mean they flip players though. Nah. Nah. They got niggas. I'm gonna say this. Ain't no such thing as you too good for some if you unemployed. If you unemployed, you gotta take your stuff. Man, you know what? I'm the That's best welder in Mississippi, truth. but I ain't got no job. I wonder why. That shit don't make sense. That <laughs> it don't, shit it don't. don't make sense. That's fair. So shout out to the big three because this is an incredible thing that the Ice Cube has done. It's, I think it, it's slowly growing and becoming bigger. The players seem to love it outside of some small hiccups and like. Uh, <clears throat> Damn, was it Baron Davis? Yeah, Baron Davis is upset. But I can't figure out exactly yeah, why. If they can manage to get Melo in the big three, that'll drive up ratings insanely, though. I yes. promise it would. But Melo's not going to do it. It'd be nice if he did, just because, in fact, like Man, I said. he might as well. It'd be, it'd be cool to see him just cook everybody and talk shit the entire season and be like, I'm coming for the NBA. And then it will really be an indictment on the NBA if he doesn't get back in the league, if he does exactly what Joe Johnson did. Thanks. Because like, look Joe at Johnson, it this way. If Joe Johnson can get a spot on the Detroit Pistons just from playing for the big three, imagine what Melo could do. Exactly. But we'll see. We'll see. Oh, and actually we won't because I'm I know Melo's not gonna do it, but it'd be cool if it did. <laughs> Bro, dude, so he'll be, be in the career then. Goddamn videos and ain't doing shit. Hoodie Melo, man, that shit ain't doing shit, bro. He need to do something. You gotta make some shape. I'm gonna say this. He just sign up for the big three. I asked for a guest appearance on Power. One of those. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. You need to take that. You need to take that appearance on Power. <laughs> that appearance is, on is, power. is Lala still not? Is Lala still on Power? Oh, he I broke with you. I have not seen the episode this season. I'm behind. Oh. Yeah, I don't watch Power either. And Tabor's ain't sported for me, so I ain't really had no reason to go check it out. About time he learned to stop doing that shit. But, all right, <laughs> moving on to the last topic of the evening. I want to talk to you guys about Team USA taking the USA. biggest USA. Team USA taking the biggest L of the year. Well, not the biggest, but it's pretty damn big. They lost on 9-11 yeah. to France. I <laughs> 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 know that. Yes, they lost that. It was on 9-11. It was on 9-11. They lost to uh, France led by... Uh, Rudy Gobert, um, Evan Fournier was on that team. Evan Fournier, and there's a, there's, a, there's a third NBA player I'm forgetting that was on that team. Oh yeah, Frank uh, Nicolino. Yeah, Frank Nicolino. Don't you forget him? Don't Frank forget Nicolino. him. I think it was somebody else. Frank Nicotine. No, that's all I like to call. Him. I don't know Nick Batum. Nick Batum. Oh, Nick Batum. That's it. Frankie Smokes. Yeah, I know he's French. Uh, so yeah, all those guys were on the team and they outplayed and beat uh, Team USA. I think it was it was a pretty good margin. I think they won by like what. Like six, ten points. I can't remember yeah, exactly. I think, I think it might have been something like that. It wasn't close in the end. It was close game, but in the end, it wasn't that close. And Most Team USA the, was up three going into the fourth too. Yeah, then Frank Nicotine was just hitting three, stepping three, doing wild. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, bro. Go players for the Celtics let us down. Bro, go look at those. Go look at those threes that Frank was taking. He was cooking. He was cooking. Nicotine, got Nick Nicotine. You wild. I can. I know I'm not saying his real name right, so. <laughs> 
Might as well go. Uh, Nilakina. Yeah, Nilakina. Yeah, Nilakina. Frank. Frank Nicolino. Hey, did somebody call this shit on like national TV one time? Steph Curry did. Yes. Steph Curry got an amazing player, Frank Nicolino. So not only do they lose to not only do they lose to France, they drop they get dropped to the loser bracket. Where then they so where then you're in the loser bracket, you play for five through eight. So they try to figure out if they're gonna place in eighth place, fourth place, I mean eighth, seventh, sixth, or fifth place. Dumb niggas lost again to Serbia, <laughs> led by Serbia, no, the thing is, Serbia was beating everybody by an average of 40 points. They were looking like Team USA this year, but they got who beat them? I think it was France, actually. Yeah. Or was it Australia? Yeah. It, was one of two. it was either France or Australia got them out the paint. Like, is there anything they can take into next year, the Olympics? And they not taking, they ain't taking no players from the Celtics. I know that. Nah, man. I mean, Never again. Nah, Kevin Walker might be a backup point guard. Nah, you know what? I take that back. Cause nah, it's his fault they lost. Well, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Do y'all see? I want none on back. Hey, do y'all see a redeemed team coming next year at the Olympics? Uh, I would hope the big, you know, the big time players. Will, I hope so, and I hope it's some all stars. Because it seems like the big players, like that's the thing about it. We don't know if people were just interested this time simply because it's just the FIBA World Cup, or people are going to be interested because it's the Olympic World Cup next year. Because like a lot of players said, they was caring about their health, and so I'm thinking to myself, well, their health will still be in jeopardy next year if they come play. So, do they really yeah. care about that accolade or not? It's hard to say. I think that's a. I think getting a gold medal is a <clears throat> is a pretty big accolade because when we talk about Melo, first thing people talk about, oh man, he's a three time Olympic champion. So yeah. I mean, like, so I mean, get no job though. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think, did. I think it's one. Of, I think it's a big honor to be able to be on those teams, and even though it, it may not be quite as prestigious as it once was, I think it's still a big deal to you know put those put those colors on and go out there and beat niggas by forty and fifty points in the first couple of rounds. So do you think that they see the, so Cam, you was pretty much say you think they'll actually come and play next year? Yeah, I think I think we're gonna get the, especially after losing like we did this year. I th- I feel like it will really be an indictment if the United you, States went out there and didn't put a good team out there. I do really, you? Th- I'm gonna say this. Do you think it'll be fair for players that are on this team this year that actually stuck through training camp and everything and got us? They're the ones that got us to qualify for the Olympics because technically. If we lost, if they lost too early in this tournament, we wouldn't even qualify for Olympics. So there wouldn't be no Olympics for Team USA next year. Do you think that some of the players deserve a right to have at least a roster spot on Team USA next year? No. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care. Said no. Donovan Mitchell, mate. On our tour, we're America. We only bring the best unless we ain't got it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Donovan, I, I fuck with Donovan Mitchell. Donovan yeah, Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell played his ass off. Yeah, in that last game. In that last game. And they go lacking for some couple games for that. But yeah, he'll probably be one of the people who could possibly make the roster next year. But I, I do say, I do think it's fucked up that a lot of players say, nah, we're going to prioritize our own health and we're going to let y'all niggas make us qualify. And it's wild that those niggas actually got us to qualify. And now none of them will be on the team next year. I think it's, you know, that's, that's, how, that's how it is. And that's, and you know, the team, yeah, that's the game. The team is definitely going to take. James Harden, if they they say let's go, and it's kind of go ahead. Go ahead. I'm I was gonna say it's just wild that those if those players didn't compete and those guys just quit on Team USA, then nobody will be participating in the Olympics next year, and that's that's why I think it's like kind of you know it's kind of fucked up. 
And yeah, another yeah, thing, yeah. too, is the uh, the guy over USA Basketball, I think it's Brian Coangelo, something yeah. like that. Yeah, but yeah, he, he came out and said that he's going to remember the people who didn't, who decided not to, who decided not to play. And no, I'm like, sh- and I'm like, do you want to win or do you want to? Oh. I'm going to say this. I think the biggest indictment should be on those who came to camp, was at camp, and then left. And then left. Okay. left at the last minute. Like, people like Kuzma. Actually, Kuzma claimed he left. He oh, no, no. Kuzma did. Kuzma said he got good. Yeah. No, no. Kuzma claimed he left. Yeah, he did say that. He did say but, it towards the end. But, but it was on we the know, We know what really happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fox, Fox was like, he left like a week before it started, I think. Yeah. Uh, but it was like a lot of players who actually came uh, and said, "Yeah, I'll accept the invite." I thought Fox got cut for Derek White. No, he didn't get cut. He left. And the thing is, oh, uh, in an exhibition game, I think, um, I think Pop played Derek White over him in that one particular game, and then he, he kind of quit the next game. Hate to see. Understandable. So I'm gonna ask y'all this: Do y'all see Pop? Do y'all see this end of this being Popovich's fault? Because the thing at the end of the day, the, the team USA still had more NBA level talent than anybody else. But if you watch those games, the teams were discombobulated. They tried to implement ball movement, but it just was not working. There was the um, the time where Donovan Mitchell was red hot, but instead of feeding him the ball, they still tried to play Pop's brand of ball, and it just did not work out. And uh, Kimbo was still jacking shots and shit. Do you, you guys think that Pop is the problem, or y'all think we should bring Coach K back? Or y'all think it'll be fine next year? I'm going to say this. I don't want to be that guy. But Pop has been very critical of our president. And he is also very fond of foreign players. And he just happens to be Serbian. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Are you saying? I'm just going to throw that out there. Call him a sleeper agent? Stay woke. <laughs> <The> sleeper agent. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I I think that the players probably didn't respond to Pop the appropriate way. I feel like I think I saw something. Why, why did Coach K uh, go this year? I don't know. I don't know if Coach K turned it down or they said, yeah. "Hey, we're gonna ask Pop to Man, do he it." He has some college players to pay. That's why. Yeah, word to I'll give it Arenas. Give it Arenas said he knows some players that got two hundred thousand dollars to play for Duke. That shit crazy. Shit, I believe it. Man. How much y'all think Zion got paid? Yeah, meal. Yeah. I said at least a meal. Give it a ring. out here dry back. stitching. I yeah. said, hey, that nigga, boy. Yeah, back. <laughs> so, a question that I want to ask y'all is, don't, uh, I, why do y'all feel like NBA players from other countries, you never see them, you know, skipping an Olympics or a FIBA, but American players do it a lot. Is it because of ma- over, is it oh, because the magnitude of superstars that the NBA players are? Yes, the numbers. Yes, the numbers. What you mean? Because you got to think about it for them. Like, I mean, obviously, you got to look at it for them. Like, if you somebody like Jokers, you probably the only superstar in Serbia. And if you miss, y'all ain't going to do nothing. And then on top of that, you in America all year long working. So if you actually get a chance to go home and hoop, you know, turn up for your country, you gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah they have a lot of, you know, you know, American national pride. Really, yeah, not, a lot of Americans yeah. don't really fuck with America. You feel me? But this is true. I know uh, I don't. And then on top, then on top of that, if you joke, is you walk in the building, you got a roster spot just like off the rip. Like as soon as as soon as you walk in, oh, it's go time. We're gonna, you know, if, if you team, you know, if you going to team USA and you like, I don't know, like. Like Miles Turner or somebody, you gotta walk in, you gotta fight for a spot, <laughs> you gotta hope you get on the right. You get on the right. 
All five yeah, kids. Man, hey man, he be he be turning up on my league team though. Facts. But yeah, a lot of a lot of other guys, like you know, guys from other countries, they just have a lot of national pride. Like a lot of other people love their home countries, yeah. and they don't get to be in their home countries often. So it's probably cool that Joker got to go home for like two or three months and train in Serbia and working on his basketball rather than being in the state. So he's probably around family. He was around friends the entire time. He was working through the process. Not to mention, a lot of them probably grew up. That's the basketball they yeah. watch. Like they got to watch yeah. NBA. They probably watched some NBA ball. I remember Porzingis saying he did when he was with Latavia. But the people that you watched nearest to you was a Serbia team. So that's probably like a lifelong dream. Like one day playing for um, your national team and someday bring, being the guy that brings <laughs> your team the gold medal. And that's probably – and since, you know, I think feel like USA is taking it for granted. Like, oh, we win every year. So, uh, you know, what's a, what's a gold medal? But guys exactly. like Serbia – who don't have one and uh or even kind of like you know kind of like france who desperately wanted to win one with like go bearing them that probably meant the that meant the world to win a gold medal because it's hard to win yeah. one with how good the usa is, usually is year in and year out and i also Man, think look at the clout you have going back to the nba not even the clout nba think about your country man you'll be a damn hero yeah. you they put you in history that's books yeah that's facts yeah, man, like Jokic, Jokic would be immortalized if he won a, a, um, a gold medal for Serbia. And also, it all, all of a sudden, another thing is if you somebody like Patty Mills and Nick Batum, that's the best look they'd had in like three seasons. Yeah, you get to be a star. Yeah. Number one option and shit. Hell yeah. But that's all I got. Any closing thoughts before we go? Uh, nah. Uh, I will say that. I will say that I saw a video of Kelly Oubre working out in that gym that everybody always works out in. So I'm excited for this season. That nigga can't funny. Nah, actually, Kelly Oubre is like is really really good. Uh, that nigga is really coming out. Of, yeah, he was looking good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, really, I'm excited. Really <laughs> but that's funny. Nah, that he said he was uh, in that one. <laughs> in the gym, everybody else be <laughs> you, saw, you saw him at Rico yeah, High? Nah, he was at uh, Seabrook, Brickley. Have you said it? Yeah, that's what it is. The one, the oh, one, the one with the tan walls. I don't the, one Miller, the one Miller be at all the time. The one the Miller. Oh, man. And they, they gave you hope. You know what? Be quiet. That's Stream Queen on iTunes is all I got to say. All right. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Pop of the Dead Podcast. Tune in this week for the episode of your favorite podcast. See you next